0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to I Am Health is Wealth with, guess who, Dr. Dalal Akuri. Dr. Curry I know you're excited about our topic today.
1: Always excited because I'm touching hearts and loving people.
0: Absolutely. And your story is amazing. And we're going to talk about stress today because, you know, when we talk health, we always talk about things that we don't, we can see. We could see ourselves aging. We could see ourselves gaining weight. We can see ourselves, uh, you know, if we're limping or we have back pain, we can feel the, but not inside. Certain things inside causes everything I just brought up, right? And that's called stress.
1: Well, you know, the word stress is something that most people don't even understand what it means, but the word stress is your body reaction. So really if you think about stress it's not like i lost a family member or this i lost all my money or this or that it's really your body responding to something from the outside last last time we talked about epigenetics or or uh, the environment so the effect of the environment on you allows you to respond in a certain way the main purpose of our body is survivorship. We're here to survive. So stress is your way to respond to any environmental change around you. Okay. So that is what stress is. And our body respond to the environmental changes in different ways. Like, for example, you can tell somebody, I hate you and they smile at you. And you tell somebody, good morning. And you say, what did you say to me? It's your response. It, and the response depends on the what we call the amygdala or your memory from the past. From have, have you been abused before? Are you always in a survival mode? Are you really thriving in a mode of thrivership or a mode of survivorship, like a fight, flight, so you're continuously on, on, on your, your 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 gas pedal. So that's the way stress is. So the stress is only the response of me to the environmental things that I, I have.
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't have known that in a lot of ways. And sometimes when we hold in stress or we hold things in, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because you know we're talking about stress and how do we keep, decrease stress? But let's first talk about responses to stress and which ones do you rate them as a good response to stress and a bad response using of, of our response of our response well, is
1: it's, it's either reacting to environmental changes or prepared for the changes and they don't affect you as much so if you are in a reactive mode you're in a defensive mode
0: is that a bad thing is that a bad thing uh, Dr. Curry to be always in a defensive mode in a reactive mode.
1: Well, you, if you are in a reactive mode and a defensive mode, it puts you in a situation where it becomes chronic, and chronicity of the stress is what causes the bad effects. A small amount of stress is really good because stress releases cortisol. Stress releases epinephrine. Stress releases no epinephrine. And you need a tiny bit of that, okay? You need some dopamine. You need some epinephrine. You need some no epinephrine to really survive. So a tiny bit of stressor is good. Like a small infection is a good react. Is a good thing because your body is reacting enough to make things good. But if it's something that is continuous and you are living in a survival mode, you drain all your energy. And you lose all this resources of the ATP and energy and gas because you're on your gas pedal.
0: <laughs> okay. So, what kind of st- what is stress? So, let's talk about good stress. You said so reactive or defensive types of really go 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 type of stress is not good for your body. We're going to talk about so, that. But what's a good way to use st- to, to to react or not to react to 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 Release stress, What is good? what are good ways of doing it? And so, you, holding it in? Is it holding in your feelings or what are your thoughts, Liz, yeah?
1: So really reactive or proactive. So if you're creating a, a preparation mode, like if you are in a mode knowing, okay, well, if you tell me that I am stupid and I am not, it won't hurt me. But if you tell me that I'm beautiful and I think I'm ugly, um, defensive. So, really, re- really learning to readjust the system. Your body is made of sympathetic system and a parasympathetic system, and the balance between the yin, the yin and the yang is really what we need. It's a symphony. It's a balance. It's understanding who you are, starting loving yourself, but really understanding that the the major job of the limbic system, which is the primitive brain, is to protect you. So protection means being in a defensive mode. And if we are really, that makes us reactive because we always expect everything to be hurting us. So we always try to react. But when we are in a centered mode, if we're eating the right nutrition, if we're sleeping adequately, if we're having ways to improve our lifestyle and enjoy and dance and laugh, so then we are able to de stress and get into a meditative state where we now have enough resources to handle anything that we happen. So wow. in order, the environmental things we have could be outside things that we have no control over. Or inside things. So stressors, the things that stress us, the things that we have to respond to could be internal. It could be the infections. Oh.
0: So basically it's just to avoid stress is not always a good thing. It's it's how you deal with stress. That's the big thing. It's not how we avoid stress, because we're never gonna avoid stress, are we, Doctor Curry? It's
1: here to stay.
0: No, 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 that can't
1: be. <laughs> stay, stay is here. Yeah, no,
0: no, no, <laughs> it can't be.
1: It really <laughs> is there. It's just how you react to it. Are you proactive in it? Are, Are you reactive really to mm-hmm. it? Are you really supplying yourself with, as the tool? Do you have the right nutrition to increase the neuro neurotransmitter that helps you deal with it? Or are you on this the, the destructive mode which is epinephrine continuously gas, then you really lose everything you have and, and you have you lose your gas tank your- yeah, okay
0: so so I'm loving this. This conversation is, 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 yeah. is, 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 is this this conversation is interesting because I I wonder who deals with more can deal with stress better, men or women? I'm throwing you out this question because. Who is able to handle stress better, men or women?
1: Anyone who understands few things can handle stress. Men or women who are depleted of their hormones cannot handle the stress. So if you optimize your entire system, if you optimize your body, you're gonna be able to proactively react to the environmental changes. So Change. there's a lot. Of,
0: there's a lot of changes you make that when you visit someone like yourself, you can have these conversations with. It's not like the regular a regular healthcare professional, like a PCP, that says, "Oh yeah, here's a blood pressure medication. Get on that." Instead of decreasing your stress, uh, here's here's uh, some other medication, or here's some. Instead of having a conversation with a professional that's looking at the holistic point of view, not just what you're putting in your body exercise. We're talking about the holistic point. So you're going to look at the mind in a lot of ways and how we deal with things. So let me see if you're on the right track is the way, if we don't react in the wrong way, that's very reactive and defensive and we let it just lay back and say, okay, I'm all right. I'm still feeling the state of peace of mind. We're not going to destroy our the rest of our body. Every time we react, if we're always you know, on 300 miles an hour, like every time you're a race car driver for 12 hours a day of your work or 16 sometimes for entrepreneurs where you're just, you got the gas and just rolling through. What is that doing to your body if you're doing that on an everyday basis?
1: Well, you imagine you have a car that you're putting the gas on continuously and you don't really relax it, don't stop. Don't do anything. Don't fill up the gas again. You got to stop to fill up the gas. You can't fill up with gas if you don't stop. So sleep is the only time you can fill up with gas. So you need to really refuel continuously. Then you have to clean up the mess of the engine. That engine, you have to replace the water. You have to clean. So you have maintenance programs. So if you really do not do the the physical maintenance, the spiritual maintenance may not work either. You need to really align spirit, mind and body and understand that the body is so incredible and the body is capable to achieve homeostasis, except the fact that you may not know who you are, what stresses you, what makes you react in that certain way because The amygdala is part of the brain and the amygdala has memory. And that memory can be of just a scene that you've seen at a moment of somebody that you loved who's been abused by a husband or a wife or, or a mom who's been hit in front of your own eyes or you've been abused sexually or physically. And that memory stays here. And that memory was associated with a perfume or a fragrance that that person was wearing, either that person or that person. And just sometimes that aroma itself, when you smell that fragrance and you become angry. So if you don't really come to your senses and know what happened and and you start to decondition the amygdala from all those nasty feelings then the amygdala gives instructions to the limbic system to the middle brain because it's part of the limbic system and say hey listen there's danger there here's the lion coming there's no more lion so we're overreacting because our genetic is has not been as um evolving as fast as the the the, the changes that are happening. So it takes thousands of years for the genes to evolve, but things are evolving much faster than what the genetic can be prepared for. Let me explain that. So we, in, uh, in my mind, the fear that I see is a lion. I got to prepare myself to get away from a lion. But if you tell me, hey, Dalet, you're crazy. I mean, how is that as bad as a lion? But you can seem me say, ah, ah, because I am defending myself. So I need to realize, oh, oh, that's not a lion. This is just somebody said a word, right? And words could be main, meaning painful. But it's not enough to react that much. Mm-hmm. So you can't react. And it depends on how physically you're fit, how much nutrition and amino acid that, form the brain cells you have or or the neurotransmitters you need, that affects how you're going to react. Because if you don't have enough amino acids that form the the serotonin or the GABA and help you adjust, you won't be able to. If you didn't sleep, you're deprived from sleep, so you can't. So understanding that stress is a reaction to an environmental change. Those environmental changes could be outside environmental changes or inside environmental changes. Inside environmental changes could be pain. I fell, I broke my arm. That's painful, that's a stressor. And people say, oh, why are you stressed? I'm in pain. But I don't even know that pain is a stressor. Oh, I have back pain. That causes
0: stress. So other things can cause stress. So either it could be you injure yourself, that leads to stress or the stress the injury itself leads to stress so it could be either the situation so let let me talk about this more what are ways i think that we can decrease stress through what your practice does and what you do as a doctor
1: so one of the things that you need to do is to learn to meditate okay to really the first step to learn to meditate is learn to breathe breathe in hold it and breathe out it would be the first step to get you to a meditative state you have the music that is an environment that is healing around you like this environment you have the lights yes. that would help you this aroma of 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 of, of an essential oil that is really calming and feeling good. That would be one way. Second is learn to sleep. Eight hours a day of sleep is a must. You gotta sleep in order for you to get stress relief. So stress is a reaction to environmental things that are either outside sources or inside sources. And it it depends on the the, the, the response of the limbic system, and the amygdala. and your response depends on your experience, which is the amygdala is and the memory, and it depends on your status, in your body status. Are you nurtured? Are you loved? Do you love yourself? Are you comfortable in your skin? Do you accept who you are? Are you sleeping good? are you do you have issues with digestion? If you do, your tolerance to stress and the response to stress is going to be different than if you don't have a GI issue. So it really depends on everything. So that's what stress does.
0: So let's talk a little bit more about this. So you said first of all, meditations. One, getting eight hours of sleep. I've heard that from somebody else. I get about seven, but I'm going to definitely put this to get to practice at eight by putting it into the schedule. When it's time to go to bed, it's time to go to bed. Even though it seems like eight hours is so long because you, you want to accomplish so much in a 24-hour day, you need eight hours. Your nutrition is very important too. So get into more of the ideas of what we should look at with nutrition when it comes to decreased stress.
1: When you talk about nutrition with stress, you need to make sure that you don't eat food that is void of calorie. So what does that mean? I'm eating two hundred uh, 1,000 calorie a day. But it's taking a thousand calorie a day of sugar is destructive. Why? Because sugar gives you a high and a low. Boom, boom boom, boom, oh, boom,
0: boom. Yeah,
1: it pushes your insulin higher, and insulin is the root cause of a lot of problems. So you really need to understand that your nutrition have to have healthy amino acids, healthy fats, the right fats. You need to have enough omegas, omega three. Omega sixes, the good sixes, and the good nines. The omega nines are monosaturated fats, and this is like olive oil, which is extremely helpful for you. I mean, it's really good.
0: That's great information. Stress is something that we just don't talk about Dr. Okori, and that's so so important. So now, how does stress affect the the female re- reproductive system? Because what we're finding out now is we talked about ways to decrease stress. Now we want to see stress the and you've educated us so well of how it affects the, on the body.
1: Well, again, you know, stress affects every single cells in the body. Stress affects every single molecule. Stress affects every single conversation because there is conversation between cells in the body. Now, under stress and under survivorship mechanisms, if you want to fight or flight, that's what survivorship is. Is Your reaction is a fight or flight. So what would you do if you're under stress or under attack by a lion? Even if it's a word and if you're responding to it as if it's a lion attack, What happens during a lion attack, you have nothing, you cannot do anything but run away. When you run away, you have to get your blood shifting from particular organs and go to certain vital organs. So the blood is shifting away from your your sexual organs which are very important, but it goes to the heart so you can run fast. And it shifts to the blood to the brain, so you can make the correct decision. So you have relative, what we call ischemia, to vital organs. So your ovaries become uh, under ischemia or low blood flow. Your uterus goes under low blood flow. You know what happens when your uterus, your your ovary stops, even for a minute, you stop ovulating you create a minuscule infarct or death to pieces of your ovary. So you develop menstrual issues. What happens like menstrual issues would would be like what? Bleeding a lot, excessive bleeding, painful bleeding, painful menstrual sick, premature menopause, menopause at 35. Stress can do that, you know? what else can it do stop you from getting pregnant so if you don't want to get pregnant learn about how to deal with stress not only how to deal with stress but how to improve your nutrition for stress not only to do that but how to restore your your up and restore and optimize your hormonal balance absolutely all of that is so essential so if you stress you can't have sex if you stress you lose all the cholesterol that is supposed to make estrogen and progesterone into creating cortisol and epinephrine so truly if you want to feel good and look good you need to understand how to be ready for stress how to de stress how to understand the allopathic the the allo um uh, to how to understand uh, what the, we call the balance between the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. And then you you get into an, what we call allostatic load that is manageable. Your body can manage it.
0: Totally. Your
1: body is capable to do it. And then you can have libido. Then you can have sex again. And then you can have babies again. And then you look beautiful again because you're able to make estrogen, you're able to make testosterone and progesterone and look great.
0: So signs and health effects that happen, what are the signs of stress from the signs? Oh. Of-
1: if your heart is beating too fast, <laughs> if you're nervous and shaky, mm. if you become so constipated, you ache and you can't, Poop, you're gonna, you can't poop you're just constipate it. And then your blood sugar goes up high crazy. You can have seizures. You can have infections very quickly. Herpes gets reactivated. I mean, zoster or chickenpox gets reactivated and give you shingles. Develop cancer. Your insulin level goes up. You become overweight, accumulates lots of fat. So it's a lot that can happen. You have insomnia. You can't sleep restfully and happily. So stress, you have warning signs. If you have insomnia, wake up. It's time to really find out why. If you have low libido, mm, could it be the stress? If you're not able to get pregnant, ah, do you have period issues? Mm-hmm. Are you blood, heart is beating too fast? Do you have anxiety? Panic attacks? All these are signs and symptoms that you're reacting to the environmental changes in a very defensive Survival mode, mm-hmm. and I want you to survive. No, I want you to thrive with awareness and with the All
0: right, how does stress affect the muscular skeletal skeletal system?
1: Well, you remember when I told you that stress is your body response to a foreseen emergency, a foreseen danger. So, what do you need? is you use your muscles. So if you use your muscles excessively, you create the creatine that is muscles is made of, start dumping itself into your kidneys and you can develop blood in the urine. So and you waste, the muscles are made of something called mitochondria. So under that much stress, you deplete your mitochondria. So your energy level goes down. And you start having muscle atrophy. Or you operate under what we call low oxygen phase, which is really anaerobic environment. And that can cause acidosis, acidity in your body. And it gives you muscle pain. So you have muscle pain and muscle aches and and chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia and all that. So your muscles really the blood supplies to the muscle get also compromised because your needs for blood is increasing and you're not able to maintain the the demands. So those are the things that can happen.
0: How does stress affect lung and breathing system?
1: When you're under stress, you can, it can precipitate an asthma attack. Why? Mm. Because you're operating again under low oxygen, to the heart, to the lungs. So the lungs are really working much harder. So you can precipitate what a reactive airway disease attack. You can exacerbate the asthma. You can, you breathe a lot faster and you're not able to get enough oxygen through because while you're running, you're not inhaling. You're only exhaling most of the time. So that's why we develop acidity and you can develop some issues with your lungs as well. So you need to be very careful with that.
0: How does stress affect the male sexual system?
1: Well, it's very similar to what happened to women. Again, under anxiety and stress and the stress response, your epinephrine goes up very high, your cortisol goes up very high, you have to... Focus on running away. So you shift your blood away from your testicles, from your organs, and that can create a lot of problems. Not only does it do that, and it decreases your libido, and it can cause ischemia to the testicles. So you're not able to make sperms. That would be one of the problems that you can have. So you cannot make women conceive. It puts you at a higher risk for developing infections. Um, you know um, even sexually transmitted diseases, it also can affect testosterone production. So when you're using cholesterol it's used as the main source that is used to create cortisol and it can either do cortisol or sex hormones. So if you're taking under the cortisol steel it steal all the the cholesterol into making cortisol, and it stays away from making sex hormones, including testosterone, so it affects your libido. It affects your stamina. It affects your erectile dysfunction because you start developing blood vessel disease.
0: How does stress affect gastrointestinal system?
1: It's very similar um, to the same concept. You develop what we call relative ischemia because the blood is flowing to different places. So when you develop relative ischemia to the mucosa of the gastrointestinal tag, mostly the mucosa is where most of the enzymes are made. So you stop making enzymes. So guess, would you be able to digest? You'll have massive digestive issues. Would you be able to just have gastric motility because your muscles supplied cannot, um, you know, the, your, the, even the intestine and the gut is made of muscles. And if your blood flowing to those muscles is compromised, eventually you can have atrophy in these areas. And guess you what is gonna happen? You're not gonna be able to poop. Then the sphincter where of the rectum becomes very tight, very, very tight. So you cannot you make it so tight that you're not able to poop. If you're not able to poop, you get constipated. If you get constipated, you develop toxic colon, and a lot of gases that are very toxic gases that are going all over the body. So we need to work on restoring your system so you handle stress differently. It's not just meditation, it's not just sleep. It just arm you with a healthy body and a healthy healthy mind. Restore your neurotransmitters with all the, the nutrition and, 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 and make it swim in into an ocean of amino acids and essential fats. And, and you become beautiful again and feel amazing and look good at any age.
0: Best place we can find information on you. Where can we go?
1: You know, you can call my office and, um, you, you, uh, I'm going to ask you to please put that number there, but you can call my cell number too. It's 843-957-1196. You can DM me on Instagram and please make sure they have my handle. They can also follow me on TikTok, uh, on my my webinars with you, uh, on, on my podcast. But in my podcast is I am health and wealth. So don't really wait too long. You deserve better. You need to look great, feel great, and enjoy the beauty of the divine that is good for you. You deserve it.
0: All right. That was a great. I am health as well. Take care, guys.